Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Michelle Smallman here with you on 101 ESPN. It's 8.02. That time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. We've been reacting all morning to the news that dropped yesterday. The Cardinals announcing that after a 90-72 and 72 finish this season, that they have fired manager Mike Schilt. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and welcome in MLB Network radio host Mike Farron to talk about this news. Mike, good morning. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. Good morning. It's good to be on with you. Mike, just simple question. What was your reaction yesterday when you got the word about the Cardinals' decision to, to fire manager Mike Schilt? I mean, I was on a flight to Houston for the ALCS, and as soon as it came down, my phone started blowing up with, what, really? This happened? I am stunned, absolutely stunned. With the kind of, and, and I think even Mike Schilt referred to himself this way, as an organization man, right? It's so it's somebody who has kind of lived and breathed the cardinal way to see it happen over philosophical differences in the end. Like, I think it was just stunning to see from the outside. And, you know, I, I listen, I've, I've gotten to know Mike a little bit. He's been a regular on our radio show for the last three years. Um, I really respect everything that he's done in building a career for somebody who didn't play professionally to, to achieve that status and have that level of success is remarkable. So, when that news came down, I did. I mean, I felt like it came out of nowhere. Where do you think he may wind up? Because he's going to get some interviews, as you know, Mike. And uh, you know, he's going to have a chance to move on and, and have success, I would assume. So, where do you think uh, the likely choice may be, or if there's a choice here in twenty twenty one twenty two coming up? Yeah, that's a really good question, Dan. And, and I think you know, part of it is. You know, all of these jobs are custom fits, right? And then they're custom fits until they're not, which I think is probably part of the case with, with what happened in St. Louis. So, um, you know, I think Mike Mike has some connections to the Padres organization. There's some people there that, that he's close with. Um, I think his style and his um, his commitment to fundamentals, his his gravitas, I think would carry weight in that clubhouse. That would be a spot that would stand out to me. I mean, the other openings we're looking at are, you know, potentially, you know, if Dusty Baker doesn't get a new contract in Houston, which seems incredible, but but it wouldn't be the first time that Dusty's had a team either on the precipice of the World Series or in the World Series and then not return to them because he doesn't fear free agency. Um, You know, I don't know that Houston would be a fit for him. I'm not sure if the Mets are the right job for him. The one one that stands out to me right now is San Diego, but, but, you know, I think, I don't think he's going to be out of a job very long. I mean, let's say that the managerial merry-go-round skips him this turn. Like, adding him into your player development group in your front office or as a bench coach on a big league staff where a manager wants to rely on his bench coach, I think that would be – he would be a great 
fit to any organization who wanted that because of his his knowledge, his expertise, and 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 all these things that he can bring that I think help get players better better at the granular level. MLB Network radio host Mike Farron joining us here on 101 ESPN. And let's look at the other side of the coin here in St. Louis. Mike, who do you think would be a good fit to take over for Mike Schilt as the Cardinals manager? You know, Michelle, it really seems like, and, and I don't know, you guys might have more insight into it because you're closer to it than me, but just in every conversation I had yesterday, it seems like this is most likely an internal candidate. I mean, if you have philosophical differences because, you know, like Mike was the guardian of the Cardinal way, right? And so if, if the front office is in, and understandably as we move forward, like everything needs to evolve, right? So if you're trying to, you know, put together Cardinals way too, you want people that are on the same page in that. And that goes all the way from the bottom to the top. And, and one of the things I think the Cardinals have done that's really interesting is try to streamline the, the process, the terminology from the top all the way down through player development so you need somebody that's on that page and probably a little bit modern in, in terms of, you know, some of the, their use of data um, and information and also probably has already a, a pretty good understanding of what, you know, what they would um, want to be talking about. So I would think guys like Oliver Marmol or, or Stubby Clapp, whose names have been mentioned, would probably fit that bill right at the outset. Maybe there's somebody else in the organization that, that you, two, you two are aware of that, that I'm not that would make that fit. But I, I would be hard-pressed even for like a legacy Cardinal or, or seeming legacy Cardinal who's outside the organization to see the club go that way because I think they have tried to modernize things so much over the last four years that it's a much different um, philosophy or, or an evolving philosophy from what it had been for, for a long time. You think we need replay on check swings? I mean, well, Danny, can you go in and, and fix the rule book so we know what a check swing is? That's a good I mean, point, too. Even, it's not even written in there. I mean, what an anticlimactic ending, no right? Kidding. Like this great series, this great game last night, and to have it ended by that, by, by an umpire, by the way, who grew up in the Bay Area. Oh, man. <laughs> All of it, right? Like, like that was very bizarre. And, it, you know, those are tough calls. I get it for umpires, but, like, that was really, really disappointing that that's the way that game had to end. MLB Network radio host Mike Farron joining us here on 101 ESPN. I wanted to circle back to the Mike Schilt news for one second, Mike. What did you make of the timing of this announcement? I know you said you were stunned. You were get, you were in the air when you got word your phone was blowing up. But it's pretty unusual for a team to make a decision the same day as a playoff game, especially an elimination game. The Cardinals actually having to seek permission from Major League Baseball to hold the presser to make the announcement. What did you make of the Cardinals timing of this and their seeming sense of urgency in making this move? Well, I think I think it's probably because they didn't want to leave Mike hanging, you know, for a couple of days. If they knew that's what the decision was going to be, then my guess is that they wanted to make the decision that they wanted to say, "Listen, this is this is it. We're going to move on. We need to we need a different direction." So I think it, it was nothing other than like, if this is what we're going to do, we need to do it now. As weird as it sounds, it's kind of out of respect to the man because, you know, if, if, if you're letting Mike sit around for another week and you know you're going to do this, and then you let him down when you get to, you know, an approved off day in the series or something like that, you know, that doesn't really fly. So um, I, I think it, it, it made the most sense. And the fact that they had had an off day on Wednesday um, and not been able to do it maybe speaks to where the discussions were leading then and that they didn't have a full plan in place on Wednesday to be able to do this, which would have been a natural day. I mean, that's when the Yankees announcement kind of came that they were they were 
um, not bringing back a few coaches, I think, right? Or at least that information got to the coaches on Wednesday. So, I, you know, I don't think it, it's a little bit unusual, but I think I, I caution making too big a deal out of it. We certainly have seen hirings and firings happen during the playoffs and the World Series on game days before. You know, I, I loved your conversations uh, with Mike Shield. I would tune in all the time, Mike, and uh, I'm a big Mike Shield fan and got to know him very, very well over the years, his 18 years in the organization. So I really believe if, if you're a team that needs to clean up fundamentals, especially base running, defense, He's probably your guy, and now with three years under his belt or more, being a major league manager, um, he's got the checkbox uh, checked off with the uh, the experience aspect of things. I guess maybe you'll find out, you know, how is he with relationships with his coaches, his players, front office? That'll be the question. But on some of the other yeah. things, man, he's he's got it. Yeah, and I, I don't know how much you've been able to delve into that yet, but I mean, just the initial reactions I got was that everybody was surprised, and while. I, and, and the players genuinely seem to like Mike, at least what I've heard from what I've heard in the initial reaction. So I don't think getting the respect of the players is necessarily going to be an issue someplace he goes. But but I agree with that. I mean, I think he's you know he's the kind of guy I always joke that like he's the guy at the American Baseball Coaches Association uh, convention every year that at 3 a.m. at the bar is designing new bunt plays for everyone and everybody's right. like watching with rapt attention. I mean. That's kind of who he is, and and I and I say that with a great amount of respect for it, and 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 interest in it because he just you know, he 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 loves baseball like few people like baseball. Like I thought I loved baseball more than anybody I knew, and then I met Mike. You know, so like like I, I just think he's on a different level in that in that level of care, and I think his humanity too is just a really important part of who Mike Schild is as a person. I think he treats. You know, I, I think he, you know, in, in conversations and the way that he, he talks to people, I think he treats them well, and I think he treats them with respect for the most part. So, like, I, I think it's, I think you're right. Like, if you needed to clean up fundamentals, if you needed to, hell, I would hand him the keys to, to run a farm department if, if he were interested in that, because I think he just has so much knowledge. Like, even as much as the Cardinal way may be adapting, there's a lot of good stuff that he has. There's a lot of institutional knowledge that he has from the George Kitzel playbook. But if I were another organization, I would want to tap into, like, ASAP. MLB Network Radio host Mike Farron joining us here on 101 ESPN. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore Farron. Mike, thanks so much for taking the time to jump on with us and react to this news. We appreciate you. Yeah, no problem, Michelle. Dan, have a great day. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. That's Mike Farron, MLB Network Radio host here with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts.
Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.